Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to remind you that if you've missed any part of today's show or something's going to take you away before we're all wrapped up here today, that you will find us archived. So you just click and listen or podcast or you can download it and take us with you at our website, sabrams.net, S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot N-E-T, sabrams.net. And you'll find us podcast at your favorite podcaster. Uh, and if you go to the podcast portion of sabrams.com, just click on travel podcasts and you'll find a list of um, the major podcasters in the world. But we're also carried by podcasters I never even heard of who are affiliated with major podcasters. And so those you can download us and wherever you go and take us along because you don't want to miss out. The world's been a very crazy place of late. And there's a lot we need to talk about. And for those of you who do not feel yet motivated to travel, you need to be paying attention to where in the world you want to go next because you've lost some time in your travel life, haven't you? Whether it's for business or pleasure, you've lost some time. And, you know, like the unused hotel room, like the unflown-in airplane seat or train seat, like the unsailed-in cruise cabin, you can't get that back. It's not like the groceries you bought, put on your shelf, you didn't use it this week. You'll use it next week or next month. If it's got a lifespan, you'll use it next year. It won't matter. But in travel, like in life, when you have lost a day, when you have lost an experience, you can't get that time back. So I think a really good use of your time right now is to be focusing on what you don't want to regret not having done. Get that list together and please don't call it a bucket list. You don't want to wait till you're half dead before you decide now let's go off and do something you don't have the energy or the health or the stamina for. Now is the time to be planning where you want to go when this iron curtain of illness lifts. And then you can even start doing all the research. And I highly recommend working with a travel advisor who has an expertise in the area you want to go to because they'll know things that'll take you a lifetime to find out about. But once you've got your eyes on the destinations you want to be heading to, you can learn more about those destinations in the interim so that when you're ready to go, all you'll need is your, your duffel bag and, you know, I call them my toys, your important things that you drag everywhere you go in the world, and your passport, once we get lucky enough to be able to be welcomed into other countries in the world again. And it's going to happen. It's just going to take some time. In the meantime, remember, we are focused on Stay and Play USA because 
at least we know, you know, you can always get in your car and go somewhere and travel safely. So um, I've invited somebody very special today that's making it easy for you to learn about destinations from the comfort of your home in a way that makes you feel you're really there. And that'll help you evaluate places in the world that you've been thinking you might have an interest in going, and that'll help you hone it down. And so we're going to be talking with John Graham, the president of Travel World VR, virtual reality, right after this. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. On the line with me, live from New Jersey, where he is headquartered, is John Graham, the president of Travel World VR. Thank you so much for joining us today, John. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, let's just talk a little bit about you first. How long have you been involved in the travel industry? Thanks, Stephanie, for, for having me on. I've been in the industry since 1989 when I started out at OAG travel magazines um, with the Travel Age publications and Frequent Flyer, and I ran their trade shows for a number of years and uh, worked for uh, Travel Agent magazine where I started the USTOA Tour Expo shows and then was the publisher at Travel Trade where we had a big emphasis on the cruise industry as well as the tour industry. So. I've been around a while. What years were you at Travel Agent Magazine? I went to Travel Agent Magazine in 1995, and that was right when the airline commission caps were announced at ASTA in Lisbon in 94. Oh, were you at that and convention? That was, yep. Oh, oh I was so there. was that I. Was a great one. Uh, I'll so, never forget. Oh, yeah, that's the one Richard Branson um, was the keynote speaker. Um, at the convention center in uh, Lisbon, Portugal. And uh, he, in his typical disheveled look, who looked like he fell out of the laundry basket in great need of a haircut, quite the character, um, showed a... Yeah, I went to a reception that he threw in, at a castle one night. Yeah, we were there, there too. To 2,000 delegates, and yeah. he kissed every woman on the lips. You can't do that these days. Oh, but, I missed um, that. No, I was there for that. They, that... That uh, that special dinner was run every year by what was then ITT Sheridan, um, or maybe it wasn't ITT Sheridan anymore, but it was just Sheridan, Princess Cruises, and American Express. And the three companies every year would get together and they would each invite one-third of the guests on the guest list. Some of the, the, the People showed up overlapping, and yeah, and and the um, when you entered, everybody was lined up in this like underground tunnel kind of area that you had to walk through, and um, you know, waiting for the, the big doors to open to get into the castle and into the grand ballroom in the castle, um, where they draped the ceiling in um, silk. And uh, it was amazing. And I remember um, they they we were led in. You know, when you go to Scotland 
or sometimes uh, Ireland, um, you'll be piped into an event by somebody in kilts, you know, playing the bagpipes. Well, here they had people, um, men dressed in those brown burlapy looking um, habits that, you know, Friar Tuck would wear in Robin Hood. And each one was holding a candle that was about four feet long with a lighted flame. And I thought, you know, any minute we they catch on to some ladies rayon chiffon dress and we all go up in flames in here. <laughs> That's my memory. But Oh, don't ever tell me anything you want me to forget. It's ridiculous. I catch more people in lies. But at that convention, because you mentioned that's when the commission uh, guillotine fell with the airlines um, contra the travel agent industry. And Yeah, that was with Ron Allen from Delta. Oh, uh, bless his and heart. Yeah. All of a sudden, the other three or four major carriers dropped the commission from 10 to 5%. And then in February. Started OAG um, and Travel Weekly. We went over to Travel Agent Magazine and we partnered up with Bob Whitley and Jim Godsman from CLIA to start the uh, USTOA CLIA Tour Expo shows. So it was the only way agents could still earn double digit commissions was by booking a tour or a cruise, and they were a huge success. Yeah, well, um, just as a side note, you know, my audience who knows me well. Many of them have been with us since we started in 2002 on radio after 9-11 happened and the travel industry fell hard on my company that I worked for. But um, in February of 2000, uh, excuse me, 1996, I guess it was, it was uh, four months after the Lisbon um, event, um, which I think was in November, I want to say, of uh, 95, I think. But in the spring, in, 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 in 94, right, 95, February, 94, I sat down on a sofa in the hotel I was staying in in Lisbon, waiting for other members of the delegation that came along with me to catch up so we could go ahead to this dinner, a, a dinner, whatever, some event. And a guy sat down... Uh, a guy was sitting on a sofa, and he was the only one sitting on the sofa all by himself in this very crowded lobby of a hotel. And I knew nobody's there. I was early, so I went over and sat down. And he moved way far away from me. And I thought, I didn't say hello. I mean, it was so unfriendly. And I said, hi, I'm Stephanie Abrams, and gave the name of my company. And he just said, nodded his head. And I said, are you here with the Aztec Convention? And he said, yes, and got up and walked away. And I, that somebody nearby saw what happened and said to me, you don't know who that is, do you? I said, no, what's with him? <laughs> and she said, he's the rep from Delta. <laughs> and everybody was giving him, him, you know, it was like the waitress who gets blamed because the chef screwed up the order. <laughs> So he was so accustomed to people beating up on him because the Delta had dropped the commission to 5%. But when it got to 0% in February of 95, and within 24, 48 hours, Continental, United, American, US Air, I don't remember, all the American Airlines, which I think was like... Set, all the major carriers. It was all the American... Really the only one that continued... 
the only one that continued to pay um, 10% was Southwest. They stuck by the Right, agent. well, yeah, but they were, you know, like a side player at the time. They weren't, you know, an, exactly. and, they, yeah. you know and they weren't an international carrier. But let me take a quick break. Yeah. We'll come right back because I got to give you the punchline on that story. Don't leave me. Stephanie Abrams here talking with John Graham, president of Travel World VR. You're going to get some inside school people. Stay with me. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. I'm on the line live with John Graham, president of Travel World VR for virtual reality based in New Jersey. And uh, before we get into talking uh, in the next segment in depth about what his company does that will be of value to you. And uh, he's got um, an interesting opportunity if you would like to... um, to, um, partake of what his company offers. Uh, I'm going to be talking with him about um, how we're going to make something available to you in a very special way. So here's what we're going to do. Um, I want to finish up telling you the punchline on what happened um, with that Delta dropping the commission for travel agents. If you bought an airline ticket as a traveler from a travel agent or from the airline, you would have paid the same. So it didn't cost you more to use a travel agent because the commission was coming out of the the cost of the ticket and there was no add-on charge for that service. And the airlines got greedy and decided why should they give the agents anything? Not realizing that when a travel agent made a booking, and still a lot of bookings were made by telephone, not by computer, although by 95 a lot more people were using computers to do uh, the, the reservations. But when an agent made a booking, it took maybe four minutes in the first go round of the booking and another minute and a half to two minutes servicing that agent with follow-up, like getting the seat or moving something or doing something. When they made a reservation with a consumer, it was 20 to 25 minutes in the first call and two to three more calls each of about 10 minutes. So they realized what the agent was doing to be the buffer to all that labor. And down the line, the the, um, airline started charging a service fee to the consumer because they had all this extra labor. I mean, it was what they did was ridiculous in messing up the travel industry uh, on behalf of travel agents who were providing an unbiased service by comparing this company with that company. If you had to figure out as a consumer at that time who had the best fare, you had to make about 15 phone calls. And every time you called the same airline, you got another answer, a different one. But uh, in February of 1995, the uh, Delta dropped the commission to agents to zero. And within a couple of days, there were, I think, seven airlines in the group that were the, the national, domestically, and international airlines like American and Delta and Continental, who's now United, they, all the rest, dropped their commissions to zero. 
And I looked at my boss, who was the CEO of my company. I was second in command of a $1.5 billion company. And at that time, we had about 350 because by the time I left the company in 2002, we had over 400 travel agencies. But we had about 350 agencies at the time. And how could we allow this to happen to them? So we lodged a, a lawsuit on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 1995, in the third district court of Minneapolis, Minnesota, against the airlines as a, you know, a conspiracy to conspire to whatever. And for almost two weeks, the industry let us hang out to dry. We thought we were going to have to handle this lawsuit against all these airlines by ourselves. And that was mammoth in terms of time and cost. We couldn't have done it. But I served on the ACTMO, the Asta Council of Travel Marketing Organizations. And um, uh, we had an emergency meeting where at first they all said how can we sue our industry partners and all i could think of is if you've got a partner that wants to slit your throat this is not a partner you want to have <laughs> ultimately asta stepped in took over made it a class action suit and we were able to just be a party to the suit and not wind up with the burden of that litigation which would have killed us but we just could not, and if had it not have been for us at the company I worked for, um, there never would have been a lawsuit against them. And the settlement was a sellout, by the way. When I write my next book, I think I'll have to talk about it. But I want to get into talking about Travel uh, World VR with its president, John Graham, who's on the line waiting for us. So we're going to do that right after this. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. You know, so often I hear people who have labeled themselves the premier travel expert, the uh, the guru travel expert, the number one travel expert. Most of the people who have stamped on their forehead travel expert who are in broadcast or, or media are people who graduated with a degree in communications a degree in journalism, a degree in English, and an interest in travel, an interest in photography, smitten by the travel bug. And they don't know a thing about the inside workings of the industry, the history of the industry. I mean, there are names I can say to my guest on the, on the line right now, John Graham, like Don Valentine from American Airlines. And he'll know who I mean. I, you know, I can throw out names of ministers of tourism and people in destinations. And even if it's a person, we call it travel geography. You, know, you meet somebody on the other side of the world, as I did in Greece, when we were bringing on travel, a travel agency group into our company in my last life. And I, here I am with strangers in Athens 
never met before, but they've been in the travel business 30 years. And within 10 minutes, we were talking about mutual friends and acquaintances, people we do business with in the industry. So while it is a huge global industry, it is a very small, well-knit group. And uh, it's been a joy just having some memories come back um, that um, were jarred because John mentioned the ASTA convention, the American Society of, now they call it travel advisors, then it was called travel agents, in Lisbon, Portugal. And um, Richard Branson got up to speak as the keynote speaker, and he showed a three-minute, four-minute um, outtake clip from when he did a commercial for American Express credit card. You know, the one, I don't know, they don't run it anymore, but they used to go up on the screen a picture of an American Express card, and somebody would speak about the card and them and why they love this card, and then their name would type out the letter by letter on the card and members since whatever year they are a member since. I'm a member of American since 1988. But in any event, um, and it's wonderful, when I talk to them personally, they always thank me for my long association with American Express Card. But he got up and he, they showed the outtakes. And there was a woman who worked for Virgin Atlantic, or I wasn't called Virgin Atlantic, it was called Virgin Vacations in Miami. And she got me a copy of that video. If I can get a copy of that made, John, I'm going to mail it to you. It is hilarious. I don't know if you remember it from the convention. I remember it, and I've been a member since 1985. So. Wow, yeah, beat me by three years. Hard I like to use. Oh, my gosh, yes. And if you have a problem, you don't have to sit down and write a Bible and mail in explaining what you're upset about with somebody you bought something from who's doing you wrong. You just call and tell them your story and they take it over and, you know, they take care of it. And if you're in the right, you get credited. You get credited immediately. And then if you if yep. they decide that, right, if they decide that, you know, the vendor was really right, the merchant was really right and tough on you, uh, then they'll reinstate the charge. But the other, the, and their people are so well-trained. They are just delightful. So much for the infomercial for American Express, but I do love those people. <laughs> but in, in any event, um, with the date, come on as a sponsor. That would be great. But in any event, let's talk about um, Travel World VR. What is it, what do you do, and how does it benefit the traveler? Okay, so I started the company with Steve Perillo um, about three years ago, exactly three years ago this February. From Perillo and Tours. Everybody, yeah, everybody remembers Mario Perillo's iconic TV advertising, pioneering TV advertising for the travel industry. So when I met with Steve, I said, you know, I think the industry's ready for VR video as a marketing tool. And it's become real mainstream. It's accessible. The prices went down dramatically. I said, what better way to showcase a destination like Italy or a cruise or an all-inclusive resort? So we formed the company in February uh, three years ago, and we started out as a production company. So we, um, our production partners who are based in London, Infinite MR, have been doing this 360 VR video as well as augmented reality, which is AR, which combined is 
the new buzzword is MR, mixed reality. So they've been doing this for nine years. They're the best, and we're not going to do anything unless the quality is the best. So we started out as a production company. We, of course, our first uh, 360 VR video was Italy. We did the first ever um, VR for the country of Jamaica and a bunch of their properties. We worked with many cruise lines um, in the first couple of years. And then this nightmare entered our life, you know, COVID. And even before COVID, um, in, at USTOA, who's our partner, it's supposed the America Bus Association, we're the official VR company for those two organizations. Hold that thought uh, for a second. Hold that thought. One, hold that thought one second. USTOA people is the United States Tour Operators Association, and you may remember that in 2020, probably somewhere around May, while we were marooned in Ireland, unable to get home, when I, we got caught up in the lockdown of March 16th in Ireland. Um, we were in Ireland five months, and during that period, I had Roger Dow uh, in an interview that you can find uh, at uh, sabrams.net if you go to the archives or podcast shows. And um, Roger was on, he is the head of USTOA, which is a prestigious organization of tour operators who conform to a code of ethics and are bonded, each of them, with an insurance policy of a million dollars in the event of some financial catastrophe so that people's deposits and payments that they are entitled to get refunded can be refunded. So now let me let you continue because many of my audience might not know that alphabet soup of what USTOA means. Yeah. So, yeah, USTOA has been around since 19, I think, 73 as an insurance protection. The, the tour operators like Carrillo Tours and Globus and Talc, there's about 50 of them that put up a million dollar insurance bond. So if anything should go wrong with um, their client's vacation, they're, they're gonna, the travel agent will be refunded and sold to the consumer. So we partnered with them um, and, um, you know, it's not just the 50 tour operators. They have 800 members. It's everybody that's involved with the tour. So that's tourist boards, CVBs, um, airlines, whoever's involved in putting a tour together. And Hotels CVBs are convention and visitor bureau people. Those are like the yep. local um, tourist board for a city uh, or a state. And their job is to... Um, solicit conventions and groups and visitors for their locale because um, tourism brings a wonderful infusion of revenue to wherever there are reasons for people to visit. And in general, it is rare when that group of people brings pollution with them. So they come in temporarily, they visit for days or weeks, they go away and they leave lots of money behind. Not a bad economic business plan. So if your community is looking for new ways to generate revenue when we come out of this mess that we're in at the moment, have a look around at what is worthy of marketing, promoting, and getting people to come and visit. It'll be a real boost to your economic uh, stability of wherever it is that you live and work and love. 
So run forward. Where did I leave you? I agree. So then at USTOA in um, in uh, 2019, we launched the Travel World VR app. So what we do is now we're not only a production company, we're a distribution platform. So you can view, if you, you can download it for free on your phone, you just go into your app store on your phone, if it's an Android or an iPhone, type in Travel World VR, and it'll come up and it'll take about 20 seconds. And we presently have about 70 videos featuring destinations all over the world, cruises, tours, where you can have a true immersive experience. So the... So what we've been doing during COVID, since we really haven't been able to go out and shoot productions, we've been taking travel suppliers like Croatia, uh, MSC Cruises, um, Club Med, and already have 360 VR video, and we've been hosting it for free as a service um, to the travel industry so suppliers can continue to engage with our audience of travel agents and the meeting market, the mice market, the meeting and incentive market, and of course, their clients. The okay, consumers. let me stop you again. Um, someone who doesn't have insider experience in the travel industry would more than likely think you're talking about rodents when you say mice. Mice, any organization that is in mice, um, are people that are involved in M is meetings, I is incentive trips, C is conventions, and E is exhibitions and expos. And so if, if for the most part, the people involved in mice in the travel industry are involved with groups. And um, as opposed to, you know, if you're sending an individual somewhere, it's the difference between buying uh, retail items, one, two, or three with shirts, uh, and being a distributor or a wholesaler and buying, you know, flatbed trucks filled with shirts. So every sale is a major, a major sale with a lot of zeros after the first digit uh, in the dollar sign at the bottom. So you move forward. <laughs> I did have to do a little yeah. interpretation so my audience doesn't get caught up in alphabet soup. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Yeah, so, you know, this COVID nightmare has really gave the VR industry um, a shot of adrenaline, not just in travel, but, you know, my kids are home, you know, because they can't go to school. Everything is virtual. So, you know, in the travel industry, companies or destinations that embrace this 360 uh, VR technology um, are going to have one step over the country or whatever or that doesn't doesn't have it so you know it's and it's especially now with safety precautions and and everything else and you're going to everybody is going to you know we're predicting the summer and the fall it's going to come back again to europe but 2022 is going to be a year that we've never seen in our lifetime domestically cruises caribbean europe asia and we have the ultimate marketing tool for not just for the trade, for the travel advisors and the meeting incentive market, but for the consumer. So, but you know, back in the olden days, you know, you went, you, you went and read a consumer travel magazine like a Condé Nast or a Travel and Leisure, which are still viable. 
But here, you actually have an immersive experience. And by ordering, you know, when you download our app, there's a menu bar on the upper left-hand side, and you can click on it. And while supplies last, we'll send you a free VR headset. All right. Well, basically, you hang on one second. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back, and we're going to give the instructions for getting to that app. Don't leave me, people. Stephanie Abrams here. Guests of Stephanie Abrams' travel shows when here in the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts stay at the delightful and trendy boutique Hotel on North. Visit their website at hotelonnorth.com. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. Well, in this atmosphere of looking for ways to entertain yourself, given your curtailed opportunities for adventure outside of your home or too far from your home, it is delightful to be able to pass through to you an opportunity to get a free headset and uh, access to being able to see in virtual reality destinations and resorts and hotels and uh, at least one cruise line, uh, MSC Cruises. Um, wow, its CEO Rick Sasso and I go back to the 1980s when he was at Costa Cruise Lines before he went to uh, Chandris and Celebrity and then um, started the MSC Cruises um, with MSC. But uh, He was our first appointment when Steve and I went down to Miami. And I've known Rick since not as the early 90s. Yeah. And, um, I met him in the early, in the mid-80s. Yeah, I met him in the mid-80s. He is a charmer. He is yeah, an absolute he's charmer. Mm-hmm. He's an in- innovator, and he saw what we were doing. And he took the meeting instantly with us. And um, the first thing when he started out to say when he was in New York, his mentor in the travel business was Mario Perillo of Perillo Tours. There was a lot to um, learn from Mario. Yep. Mario knew his stuff. That was when in the mid-80s when they had the problems in Italy with the Red Brigades and the terrorism blowing up the airport in Rome. That's when Mario started the uh, cruises out of New York to the Bahamas. It's also I'm when sure they started. It's, it's also in 1985 when terrorism was rampant in Europe. Um, the hijacking of the Athens-Rome flight. Uh, somebody shot at the Pope. The Achille Laro, where they, the pirates took over the 
the the ship and threw uh, an elderly gentleman in his wheelchair in front of his wife and children overboard into the Mediterranean. I, I mean, that was a people talk about terrorism now. Nobody even remembers 1985 what went on. But it was in Europe. It wasn't here. So, you know, Americans didn't feel it as much unless you were in the travel industry or you had a connection to what was going on in Europe. But um, in 1985, when that happened, and it wasn't so popular to go to Italy or Europe, for that matter, from Europe was drowning, um, that's also when Mario Perillo introduced Hawaii. And they were selling Hawaii exactly. for a, for a period of time, uh, but we're still doing Hawaii for thirty four years. Yeah, well, that's where it started. So, um, um, give us again where you go online to uh, on your mobile phone to find the app, and people do it now. Take out your phone and let's do it together. What do you do? Exactly. There's no time like the present. You just go into your phone's app store. And you just type in Travel World VR. We come up instantly. And you just click on the icon, and um, it'll be installed right into your phone. Um, and then on the upper left-hand corner, there's a menu bar where you can request a free headset. And you're not just going to get video. You're going to have the video on your mobile device. You can actually have it, you know, you can type into your um, laptop travelworldvr.com slash app and you can watch the videos on your on your laptop or tablet or whatever. You just go in travelworldvr.com slash app. So you're, you're going to have an experience where you can watch it on your phone, you can watch it you know, with the VR headset and then you can go directly to the client's website. And, or you can actually take the video and send it to a friend. You can email it to a friend. So basically, it's a trade. We started out, you know, with the trade, with the travel agents, meeting planners. But just like, you know, Perillo went, you know, went direct to the consumer. We want to work with the agents, too, and everybody else. But we really feel the time has come for this product. And, um, and. You know, even though we weren't able to do too many productions in the last year because of limitations to travel, our app has really taken off. And we've been well, yeah, because you go you've, to our web, you've gathered you know, up. If you go to our website, you know, travelworldvr.com, you can see the videos on on our site as well. Right, because the travel it. industry, the cruise lines, the resorts, the hotels, the destinations haven't been sitting on their thumbs. And um, they've been creating their own VR material that they're able to pass along to you. So you can just send it right out. We've got to run. Thank you for joining us this hour. you got to come back again soon. Let's get Steve Perillo to come back with us. Stay with me, everybody. We're flying high.